This is a Suboptimal podcast. Check out our Suboptimal content at suboptimal.co. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number five of the Flash Forge podcast, brought to you by the legendary Ladman, Assaudid, Professor Rad. Hi, Mom. And me, Dad Got Game. Today, we've got a very special topic in mind for each and every one of you. We're going to talk to you about building community and not just about building any community. We're going to talk about single game communities, genre built communities and communities built around variety streaming. So sit back, relax, grab yourself a drink of choice and let's get started. All right. Pretty good. I like it. Yeah? Pretty that was good. Crisp. That was <laughs> my favorite intro so crisp. far. So guys, we do have we do have a tweet out there for questions that you can still hit up. Yes. And ask questions. But if we're gonna fire it right up yeah. and talk about building communities, I want to know from you guys what your number one tip is when you're trying to build your community. Play Fortnite. <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> I don't know if they're in the bat. All right, dude, let's... let me let me go the opposite way. over. See you guys next week. <laughs> the opposite answer to that question is play Fortnite. Label your streams uh, giveaways every night, and label your stream playing with viewers every night. Um, that's the opposite way of building a good community, um, because you will burn yourself out on that. There's nothing wrong with obviously playing with your community. There's absolutely nothing wrong with doing giveaways. Everybody loves that. But what'll happen is you'll establish that that's all you're about. And when that's not happening, people don't want to watch you. Don't show up. They go to the next person who is doing that. So um, I, speaking as someone who started streaming with Fortnite on Twitch and then came here and did a little bit more Fortnite then went into full-blown variety for the longest time, and then and in that has played BRs, RPGs, niche, you know, story-driven visual novel games. I mean, anything you can really think of. Um, and then on the tail end of that, again, now in the last like month playing Fortnite after the World Cup happened, because I, I really want to get good. And I don't think anyone believes me. Everyone thinks that I like. I swear, I had two DMs telling me, "Oh, so you're now." Now you're just streaming Fortnite because Ninja came over here, huh? Hoping you get hosted or some crap. I'm like, no, I was streaming before he even came over here. I, I really want to just get good at the game because <laughs> um, I used to play a lot of it. I had hundreds of wins when I played it. But what I would say when you're building your community, when you first start out, like core key principles are build expectations based off of what you want people to it's sort of like your rules you say no racism no homophobia things of that nature build a community based off of core principles that uh will make you happy every time you turn it on that you when you see these people 
you're happy seeing these people back, you know? Um, and those core things for me are don't expect me to like, if you find my stream playing Fortnite, please don't expect to see Fortnite every day until the end of the year. And if you find my stream in the month that I decided to play some God of War and some Spider-Man on PS4, don't expect me to only play like PS4 games um, or only play a sports game or a driving game. I want you to have the expectation of come here to meet other cool people who love video games, have meme sense of humor, but at the end of the day, respect each other and do want to play games with each other because my discord is built with the idea of camaraderie, uh, hard word, look, companionship <laughs> and getting together. Yeah, that's the one. I say that every time, Dad. Imagery. I have dyslexia. Leave me alone. Um, <laughs> that's, streamer that that's what I. <laughs> that's that's what I've always tried to preach. Is I, I do want to play games with my community when it's like Call of Duty. I don't want to play with randoms. And same with Rainbow Six Siege. I don't want to play with randoms and get team killed. I'd rather play with my community. But at the same time, when I play Fortnite, I, I, I prefer solos, and that's just how it's always been. So I want to play that game solo. And then if I'm streaming a single player game with a story, I, I want you guys to sit back and let's have some fun together and enjoy the tale together. So sure. whatever it is, just set expectations when you're first building a community, set a guideline, whether you want to be variety, one genre or anything like that. And that's what I wanted to get to, because I think I think that's an awesome point that doesn't get made a whole lot when we start talking about building communities is the idea that you as a broadcaster it's it's your job to set expectations for what your community is going to be if you don't set expectations people will take that opportunity to set expectations for you right ladman top tip for building community apparently i forgot to shut my mixer board off hang on a second <laughs> <laughs> You know, some people just can't resist. So, so okay, I'll take I'll take a minute while this does its thing. Yeah. Um, so, for me, the biggest thing that when I started streaming was that, and and you you heard me say this tagline many times. My goal with streaming is to give people a place to belong, right? And in in doing so right the primary objective in that is to treat everyone like their family right anyone who comes in here unless you come in with an attitude right off the bat and the first thing you say is something horrific right the first thing you're going to get from me is, is hey how's it going welcome to that cave good to have you right and it's 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 the greeting it's the way it's the way you welcome someone into your channel for the first time that I think is personally the the number one the number one thing when it comes to building a community because that first 10 to 15 seconds that someone chatted with you and that you had an opportunity to acknowledge that person are the most crucial 15 seconds you will ever have with that person again right everything else yes. everything else the elevator pitch yeah it's just the it's the firm handshake of being a broadcaster yeah. right it's, <laughs> it's, is, it's the closest this, thing you can get to it right exactly all right so Ladman, 
what you got for us? Yeah. So, I mean, basically this is the same thing you guys just touched on, right? It's doesn't matter if you've got a community that you have just started. Today's your first stream. And I want to do this because I want to build a place for people to come hang out, meet friends, whatever it is. Or if you've been in the business for 10 plus years, the same rules apply the same or not even rules, same. I don't want to call it uh, a streamer etiquette, if you will. It applies, right? You have, like you said, you have literally 15 (laughs) seconds, in some cases, less, less for to make an impression on somebody that enters your broadcast or, or it doesn't even have to be live streaming. A YouTube video upload you have, and you're looking for a comment, anything, right? Mostly we're talking about streaming though. So uh, you have 15 seconds or less to say, how you doing? I'm so-and-so. Welcome to the channel. You know, I hope you have a good time. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you. You know, I always, I always tell people, you know, thanks for giving me your time because that's literally the one thing you'll never get back once you give it to somebody. Um, you know, hey, thank you for, thank you for your time tonight. You know, things like that. And like, and, and like I said earlier, it's, it doesn't have to be, you've, you built the community around this game. You've built the community around a bunch of games. You've built a community around said, whatever it is, uh, as long as you are having a good time and it's something you want to do. People can pick up 110% right away. This guy's obviously not having fun. Bye. I'm out. I'll find someone who's having fun and you just lost people or peoples or lots of people, you know? If you are not being you and you are not being genuine or you are having a bad time, people can pick up. I've had bad days and I've had people like DM me in streams in Discord saying, dude, you okay? You look like you're having a horrible time right now. And then I literally, it's because I'm, I'm in a bad mood or something. I've had one of those days in a really long time. The thing that gets me all the time is like the sleep monster with an RKO out of nowhere. But that's a different story. <laughs> you know, like I'll be playing that all of a sudden it's like, oh man, I just want to go to sleep. You all right, but Yeah, I'm just... It's different. <laughs> it's not because I don't want to be there, <laughs> you know. Um, so literally, it's just you're starting off. You you want to you want to play something that you know you're gonna have a good time with. Something you know that you can make genuine content with, no matter what it is. You know, for for me, for instance, before I don't know if we're gonna segue into game selection. I feel like this is probably as good as time as any. Me myself, I know that's Destiny twenty four seven. I know if I flip the switch and I turn on some Destiny, I'm gonna have a good time. I'm going to have a good time with the buds if buds want to play, or I'm just going to mess around and, and just do whatever. I'm always know that I am guaranteed. I'm going to do something here that I know is going to be entertaining, fun, and I'm going to have a good time doing it. Now I might have maybe pigeonholed myself in a little bit because I'm probably more along the lines known as the guy that always plays destiny, which is true. That is the game. I play 99% of the time when destiny doesn't have something fun or that I want to do. Sure. I'll roll into something else. I like looter shooters. I'll play anything. So we're playing borderlands. We're going to be playing gears five, all that stuff. I got to play Gears 4, before I can play Gears 5, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a genre that I might play a lot of, but there's a game in that genre that I, I've pigeonholed myself in because I love it so much. And that's probably a problem because in order to grow as a broadcaster, to grow as a community, you can't just stay in one directory all the time. It's not really a great habit. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. Trust me. I, there's plenty of people that play the same game all the time. That's all they play and they're fine. But if you want to grow more than that, if you want to go the little bit extra, you got to kind of spread your wings a little bit in a couple places and say, okay, maybe I'll play this today. I'll play that today. I can't do what you do, dad. I can't be like, oh, today we're playing this game. Tomorrow we're playing that game. Then after we're playing this game, I'm playing that game the next day. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> that, I mean, that leads that leads to kind of, that's a good segue into the next thing that we wanted to talk about, which was playing a single game versus playing 
uh, more of like a genre, right? If you're a BR guy or if you're a looter shooter guy or if you're a, a, a fighting game guy or a sports game guy versus doing true variety. I think what I'd like to, you know, talk about tonight is what are the pros and cons of each one of those strategies as we look at game selection and how that affects building your community as well? Mm-hmm. So, um, Rad, let's 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 hear your thoughts on single single choosing a single game and that's the only game you play. Pros and cons. Pros and cons. There, okay, we we always talk about how everybody's journey is different in streaming, so you really don't want to compare yourself to others, especially within whatever single game you pick. And then there's one other key to that equation that doesn't get added, which is your platform. Um, I can tell you right now, if you wanted to be the single person who streams Hearthstone on Mixer, I mean, you're it, right? You're the face of the, the board. But if you're on Twitch, you're not the face of that board and you're probably a million people deep. So when you pick a single game, I genuinely believe you need to have the lad man's level of insane stupidity and commitment, not calling him stupid. I mean, no, like no, I know what you mean. Insanely, <laughs> like you right. need to be insanely invested in this franchise. You eat, breathe, sleep it. You, you like, you have to be very much into it because that level of passion is how you grow within that directory. And it's that level of passion that gets found by others that you make friends with within that game directory in order to, you know, you know, Destiny's great on here for that. I mean, suboptimal gaming is a great community where people will play together. Um, people take care of each other, watch each other's streams, host each other, give each other advice, collaborate. I mean, it is easily the best community, in my opinion, on the whole platform is the destiny community it's not even close as far as remembers currently on the podcast what (laughs) remembers currently on the podcast (laughs) yes remember three members currently on the podcast of (laughs) subrack yes uh but even you know i mean even if i wasn't like everybody who i've ever met in there i mean even before i knew they were in there are the people that i spent most of the time talking to on here they're (laughs) they're just nice people so um when you pick that one game, you do two things. One, you take a big risk, okay? The biggest risk you have is Ladman wakes up tomorrow, Shadow Keep comes out, it's trash, the community abandons the game, and a better loot game comes out to replace Destiny. And all of the eggs he put in that basket are gone because now whatever his community level is, they're like, man, why don't you play this one, this game? But this is the game we want to watch. This is the new thing. This is that thing. It's kind of like people who were super invested in PUBG because there was just PUBG and all of a sudden Fortnite came out and then Fortnite took off. It's like, well, why don't you play the Fortnite? Now, granted, that's a weaker example because PUBG still maintains, but we've seen games come out very hyped up right around it. Great. And then, oh yeah, look at Anthem. Oh, look at Anthem. Yeah. Anthem came out. Anthem. Everybody who likes looter shooters dove into that game. Loved it. And then it happened Loved like it. that. But in my defense, I have been watching dad play it yeah. every time he plays it because it looks like it's getting better. Just saying. It's getting better. Can they can they save it? Maybe. I don't know. If they brought out enough content and, you know, the price drops, all those kinds of things. Any game is savable. And I say any game because you can look at Rainbow Six Siege. Came out to poor reviews, poor player base, bugged. I mean, everything you can think of. And then where is it today? It's one of the highest played esports paid dollar FPS games hangs up there with like Counter-Strike, which is a huge testimony of how much money and resources Ubisoft was willing to invest in that. Is EA willing to do that with Anthem? 
I don't think so. <laughs> I think the publisher is kind of not willing to go that extra mile for Bioware. And Bioware itself is in a weird state, depending on which studio is there. So can they pull it off? Maybe. I don't think so. But getting back to the topic at hand, you take a big risk if you pick just one game. Um, but at the same time, your level of success is infinitely more depending on the game you selected. Like, on the off chance you were some one percentile really good Fortnite PUBG player, and you go stream that on any platform, and people see you pick up on you, and you blow up, I mean, your exposure level is through the roof because you're playing one of the biggest games on Earth, and you happen to be really good at it. And if you put out good content on top of your skills, you, you know, that's that's the ticket to the golden era for you. Um, well, and we've, we've, I personally, seen that, we've seen that with, we've seen that on multiple platforms. We saw yeah. Ninja was an early adopter of Fortnite. Jared FPS is an early adopter of Fortnite, right? Yep, they, yep, yep. they picked up the game early. They got really good at it. They are, mm -hmm. they, you know, honed their entertainment around that game. And timing is everything. <clears throat> you look at oh, yeah. the same thing with Gathalion and Broman and Destiny on Twitch. Those Absolutely. guys picked up the game early. They were, they were leaders in the space already. They were able to take communities that they had already established in the Borderlands directory, and they were able to move that into the Destiny directory because it was the same similar type of game. And because they own that directory every time they cast and they had the passion, they were in on it at the right time, they were able to become the top of platforms because of the timing of it, right? And there's an opportunity for anyone who who would want to get and do that with games that are coming out that are brand new franchises. Had Anthem not sucked, right? <laughs> <laughs> when it first came out. I love Anthem, but had Anthem not sucked when it first came out, right? There was potentially yeah. an opportunity for anyone who is on Twitch or on on Mixer to just absolutely skyrocket because they already established communities in that directory, right? And so there's a, there's a high-risk, high-reward aspect of picking a single game and owning it until it's either dead or blows up. Right. And, I mean, you saw it I happen. Wanna, Let's say you I, saw I it happen. I just wanted to add, I just want to add, and then you go for your thing. He mentioned Anthem, right? And it sucked and it didn't go well. Division came out with really good reviews for number two, and that game's dead too. So don't yeah. think just because the game sucks that it means <laughs> that right. it'll blow up. Absolutely. So. Right. I was going to say, we've seen it before. Like, right, if anybody remembers D1 and playing Trials, um, nothing against the guys that did that, but look how many people did that, got partnered for doing that, and then when Trials went away, their channel took a huge crap. Yep. And same with raid carries, honestly. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. when, that, when that went away because it wasn't there anymore, like, and nothing, it's nothing against them. It's just that wasn't there anymore, so they couldn't tap it anymore. You know what I mean? It's like that went away because people were like right. either and were getting tired of it or just people were put up with the BS that was going through with it at the time, and they're like, yeah, I'm out, I'm done. And then they tried right. to venture into other things, and it's like they literally had the restart all over again. I've seen it so many times. That's why it's like, it's like it really is a risk if you're going to pigeonhole yourself into just one solid, okay, this is my game, this is what I'm going to play all the time. And I, yeah, like I said, I'm bad at that because... I just like playing Destiny so much. I feel like, okay, there's things I could be doing. If I'm going to touch another game right now, I feel like, okay, well, I could be getting this done that I want to get done right now, but I can't because I'm really, and I guess that really, it, probably another good segue into something is if you have the time 
to invest in multiple games, do it. For instance, dad streams twice a day sometimes. Got the morning stream, he's got a night stream. In the morning stream, he might play Destiny or Warframe. And at night, he might play, you know, Paladins or Realm or something like that. Like, because he can can do that because he has a split stream schedule. Like, several people I know have a split stream schedule. Myself, I get my four and a half to five hours a night, and that's it. That's all I got. So if I come on, I'm like, what am I going to do today? I'm playing Destiny. (laughs) Like, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. And I I think that segues nicely into the idea, right, that if we learn from what has happened in the past to streamers who pigeonhole themselves into a single game that then either the activity that they were really, really good at died or went away, right, and their channel basically started over, um, strategies for avoiding that as a single player or as a single game streamer, right? would be to slowly introduce other games into your mix. So if you're going to do that and you want to stay within the same genre, let's talk about being a genre streamer, right? So if you're an FPS streamer, you're probably really good at Battlefield and COD, and you might be able to dabble even in the VR space, right? Because it's got a similar skill set, but you could do Battlefield and COD and CSGO and Rainbow Six, and you've got a set of games there, right? That you can be in any one of those communities and excel in because you're that good at the game, right? Mm-hmm. So, Ladman, some pros and cons of being a genre streamer, if you will. Uh, sure. So one of the biggest ones, I was actually just thinking that before you even like, even, even said that was one of the biggest, probably the biggest is going to be, and it's not a number you should really base your things off of, but it's a number that exists. So you have to look at it is viewership. If I play in this genre of games, okay, let's say I I play destiny borderlands three, you know, Warframe. Anthem, Warframe, whatever looter shooters are out there. And there's many to choose from. There's a lot coming out. There's a lot currently I couldn't be playing other than Destiny for sure. Is you're going to have to take viewership into account. I know with a shadow of a doubt, if I play Destiny at night, I'm in the top 10 of that directory. Hands down, probably by the end of the night, because, because the way things go, probably top five or higher, right? If I go and play Warframe, the chances of that are happening are slim to none because I don't play Warframe enough. Same as any other game that I probably wouldn't put enough time into because, like I said, I'm always playing Destiny. So that is a, a huge con of pigeonholing yourself into one game. Maybe not in one game, like one genre, but one game in that genre instead of spreading yourself out. If I was to put equal amount of time and say, okay, well, let's pick, I stream five days a week, let's pick three looter shooters and i'm going to stick to these three looter shooters we'll do you know warframe mondays destiny tuesdays borderlands on wednesdays and just repeat till the end of the week and then pick up again wherever the rotation brings up but then when i'm always seen in these three directories directories and i'm always three active in those three directories then you have chances of, of being you know it's just it's just like growing all over again instead of me saying okay i've put all my eggs in this basket i'm going to put my eggs in these three these many times a week. And sure, now maybe my numbers are about the same in all three at the same time. Maybe a little bit lower in this day. Maybe not so many people like it when I play Borderlands versus Destiny. So the guys that like to watch me play Destiny aren't going to watch me play Borderlands. But maybe I get, you know, a little bit more exposure that night. It's a risk you have to take, you know, like especially with Borderlands coming out. It, it, it would literally be dumb of me playing the genre games that I played to not play Borderlands when it comes out from a business aspect. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Right. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Rad thoughts? So the the thing that I would encourage a person to do, because I, I, again, if you're first starting out, I would recommend genre. Uh, embed yourself in a genre because, again, I personally don't think putting all of your eggs in one basket is a smart idea. And you also don't know where your best content is. And that very first year or six months to a year that you're streaming, I mean, things go up and down, things change left and right. And it's really good to, you know, throw some darts at the board and see where the best content you make is. You may, you know, you may stream Destiny and people really at the time just want to watch, say, the PvP. Maybe the PvP's meta is at a good stage. Ha! But... you happen to be bad at the pvp so people are like well i really don't want to watch him for destiny but when you play borderlands maybe you have some unique like you know interface or use of stream loots or whatever that you do with that game and you're like okay well this is way better this is way funner to watch when he plays this game she plays this game uh, this this is his her better content so when you pick the one one genre and you listen to what like Ladman said. He said I could pick three, and you know Monday's this one, Tuesday's this one, Wednesday's this one, and just kind of cycle them through. I would, I would at first not even advise doing that. I I would say go <laughs> base it off the views for the night, straight up. Go to the front page, click into games, order the three games that uh, I have been streaming. Okay, if I picked Overwatch tonight, if that's one of my three, am I going to be in top ten with my community? No, but if I pick my game number two, say it's Dead by Daylight, oh, I'll be in top 10 with that one. That might be the better one to pick for the night, simply because your chances of exposure and community building go up because there's a higher chance of getting clicked on, higher chance to interact with people, higher chance to hopefully gain retention. So I always base my selections on games when I'm interested in playing more than one at a certain time, which will happen. New games are about to come out. Uh, I'm going to be trying to split up time between Destiny, Fortnite, and... um borderlands and uh, i'm probably going to base it off where am i going to be buried in the directory that night which one makes the most sense which one haven't i been playing enough uh have i been more successful with this game in my morning stream or in my night stream and i i just go with the flow on when i pick those games um so yeah that that's my idea on sticking within a, a one genre i think it's the best one just kind of be a little bit uh like water as where as you make your selections for sure. No, I, I definitely I definitely agree with that point. And I think like in it's different depending on where you're at in your journey. Right. Because if if you're just starting out, the recommendation might be a little bit different than if you've established yourself and you're six months in versus sure. you're twelve months in or two years in, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on where you're at in your journey may make a difference to on on what your selection is, right? My recommendation for any new streamer is play what you love. To start with, right? Because if you don't love that game, or I mean, some people just naturally love variety, right? They just they love playing a different game all the time, right? But a lot of folks, I would I would venture to guess if I had to put an educated decision on it, um, I would venture to guess that many people love either just one game or maybe one or two games, right? And they just they, they love to play it, right? Yeah. So when you're just starting, pick the game that you love because that natural love of the game is going to come through and people will be attracted to that. Can I ask a question? Go for it. What if the one game you love is Fortnite? That's I mean, you're gonna you're going to have to 
eventually deal with the, as you get more invested into this as a hobby, people will naturally or should start to realize in their mind, why am I not growing? Well, maybe it's because I'm buried. You're buried. Yeah. I'm buried in a directory, right? <laughs> right. And, yeah, and yeah. at that point, when you have that realization, or maybe you listen to a podcast like this, or like mm -hmm. romance podcast or whatever, right? And you and and they talk about the fact that directory selection is important, right? Yeah. That's when you start to realize, well, maybe I'm not growing the way that I want to grow because I'm not picking the right game, right? And then you have to make the decision. Do I want to continue streaming? And because I love Fortnite so much that sure. I I just... It's, is it worth streaming anymore or should I just play the game and enjoy it? Right. Or you decide, well, I, I like Fortnite. I really, really like Fortnite, but maybe just maybe on mixer, there's another BR out there, realm Royale, hmm? right. <laughs> that I love the BR genre. And there's another game out there that maybe I can grow better in. Right. That's still in the same genre, but gives me a better opportunity to be discovered. Right. Yeah. And, and again, depending on where you're at in your journey is going to depend on whether or not you're, you're even a thinking about that or b making that decision, right? Again, start, if you're in the first three months of content creations, play the games you love, right? But if you're not seeing the growth that you want to see, you have to think about, you have to think about and decide, is my stream more important and building a community more important? or is absolutely with 100% certainty loving the game that I'm playing more, right? Or is there another game that I could love just as much as, as, as Fortnite that I can successfully grow in? And I think that's the decision when you start looking at, when you start looking at, um, uh, as a genre streamer, you have that, you have, you could afford to look at the different options within your genre and then pick the options that, that are best for you. Like you said, I do the same thing. If I'm looking at what do I want to play tonight, right? What directory gives me the best chance to grow my community? Because the idea and the focus is about growing my community. It's about giving people a place to belong. If I don't give them, a, if I don't have a community, I don't have a people to give people, other people a place to belong, right? So I have to focus, I have to focus on growth. Luckily, I love so many of the games that I play that there's, I don't have a problem with that, right? So I think when you're looking at being a genre streamer, you, you are afforded the opportunity to love the genre and to play many games within that genre. And you are given the flexibility of choosing which game is going to help you to succeed in growing your community the best that night. Mm -hmm. I think that that's the benefit of being a genre streamer is that you're pretty good at the genre, right? You have the expertise in the genre and you have the ability to look night overnight and say, Hey, I can play this game and have a, the potential to be at the top of this directory, or I could play this game and be at the bottom of the directory. What game am I feeling? And, and what's more important at the time? growth or just absolutely having a ball play in the game that I love. Right. Sometimes, sometimes if you're lucky enough, it's both, right? Yeah. I'm in love with this game and the directory 
affords me the opportunity to be at the top. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So that segues into the final option. The final option, Full true variety. variety right? <laughs> what does it look like to be a true variety streamer? <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. So I'll, I'll, I'll start because I think there's, I, I wanted to find, I actually wanted to find there's two different types of variety streamer, right? That I've, yeah. that I've found. There's the type of variety streamer, well, maybe there's three. There's the type of variety streamer that sets in stone a plan for the variety they're going to do. The co-carnages of the world, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Co-carnage is the best example of that. You know what he's playing a week out, two weeks out, maybe even three weeks out, right? He's got a list. He's got it on lock. He knows exactly what he's playing when, why he's playing it, right? Maybe there's content for Halo coming out. He's going to play the whole Master Chief collection, right? And he's going to play it all in a row right up to the lead up of Halo 5 dropping and then Halo 5 drops and he's ready for it, right? Then you've got the variety streamer that maybe has 10 or 15 different games that they play, right? Yep. And they, they go across many different genres. That's more the variety that I fit into. I generally don't rotate through more than more than maybe five to 10 games in a given month. And then maybe I'll look at a couple different games and, you know, rotate some out the next month and rotate some in with having like a core set of games that I, I play no matter what. Right. So any, any given month, you're going to see, you're going to see five, 10, maybe 15 titles in there. And, and it's variety. It's not, I don't have a set in stone schedule. Um, you know, that, that type of variety streamer isn't going to have anything kind of set. Right. And then you've got the true, like what I would deem almost the true variety guy where it's literally, I don't know what I'm playing on any given day and it could be anything. Right. These are the yeah. game pass variety streamers, right? Right. The ones who, who really get the true benefit out of something like Game Pass, where they will literally go on Game Pass, they will just scroll through. I'll, I'll give you an example. The only the only Tachyon is like the example of what I would consider a true variety streamer. This guy, literally, I have seen him on multiple occasions who literally look at Game Pass, scroll through, and say, and we're going to throw a dart at that. Download <laughs> yep. and go, right? And that, I mean, and, and that's like, that's super cool because you never know what you're going to get. You could get an indie title one day, you could get Fortnite another day, you could get, you know, whatever the case might be. And it's, it's literally like different game every single day, no plan. And, and literally the, the, the world is your oyster when it comes to game selection. Right. Right. Or yeah. yeah, or or maybe he asks his viewers if there's a game they want to see or something like that. But that is like, that is like the truest of variety it gets. Right. You got to look at it too. There's, 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 I think there's another thing we haven't hit in that yet too is if you want to be in a, you know, a genre or true variety more than the one game, there's some people that can't afford to do that because yep. they can only have the one game or the two games, maybe the three games, mostly probably the one game. You know what I mean? Maybe not everybody can afford to get, you know, the, the ultimate gamer pass that gives you the games on the PC or the console or 
or maybe you're even pigeonholed in because you're on console and you can only afford the one game and another game that you want to play that's really good is on a PS4 that's equally as good that's in the same thing too. So true. I mean, to those, me, to those people, you, I would you, say. Uh, sure. Go ahead. Finish. So your, I'll say finish to those people, I would say still just play what you love. Yeah, I mean, you might not be able to get said game now, but do you really need to play it now? Versus, is it a want to play it now? And are you okay with still just playing what you have in front of you? You know what I mean? I mean, there's a lot of you can get a lot of games out there for free in a lot of places. True. Hey, for for instance, I know uh, for Destiny, every like. I want to say four or five months or something like that. It goes for like a whole complete, everything you got up to now goes on sale for like 10 bucks. You just swoop it up. It'll go back up to 20 or 30, like in another month, but you just got to find those kind of deals. You know what I mean? You can still play variety right. doing it like that. You can still play in a more than mono type streaming community where you have a different games you can play. You just got to find what's out there that still makes you happy, so to speak. No, absolutely. That actually begs the question that actually begs the question. I guess that's a twofold question. One, um, if you're if you're the type of person that doesn't have Game Pass or doesn't have a lot of options at your disposal, what would the recommendation be then for for someone who's getting started in streaming, right? And they're really interested in streaming, um, and they haven't made any game purchases yet. I don't know that there's anyone out there. So this is more of a hypothetical situation, right? If someone's getting into streaming, they probably have a game they love already. But right. if you were brand new and you're like, I want to start streaming and I've never played video games before. I literally saw it on Twitter. <laughs> I, I literally I literally saw it on Twitter the other day. Someone said, I'd never played a video game before I started streaming. And people have taught me so many things. And, and I want, because I was interested in becoming a gamer. I wasn't a gamer before that, right? There, there was actually someone out there that said, I'm not a gamer, or I wasn't a gamer prior to starting streaming. And I became a gamer while I started streaming. So for someone who was in that boat, right, what's the better investment? Going all in and buying a $60 game or deciding from the first three to six months that I'm going to buy Game Pass and, and, and subscribe to Game Pass for six months? And try that out. I mean, yeah, if you've never, if you're a streamer and you've never played video games, I mean, that, yeah, I, <laughs> I would pick the thing that has a bunch of them so that you can find something. But um, that scenario of the person you saw on Twitter is kind of more so rare because uh, even if you don't know games that you want to play, you still have an idea of games you don't want to play. Right. So if you, if, if you talk to this person, you go like, does the idea of racing cars sound fun to you? And they're like, no, then you know that they don't want to play Forza. Right. And then if you say, hey, you know, what would you think it'd be cool to play Minecraft and like build a giant dinosaur out of blocks? And be like, yeah, then you, you kind of get a sense of where it's best at. Um, and personally, I don't think uh, a Game Pass is a bad idea to have, no matter what kind of streamer you are, it's just nice to have that um whenever things do get added to it um in general because right now as a content creator i think it's amazing that every new first party ti title from microsoft you get to own right away for having game pass so 
Gears comes out next month, bam, you get to play it right away. Um, new Halo Infinite comes out, bam, you get to play it right away. That's like a true, true, really good value, and they keep adding third-party AAA games to it. So in general, I would tell anyone if they have the extra five bucks, I think it's on PC, right, for the PC version? Right. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, if, you, if you have five bucks and you have a PC, I mean, that's like obviously way less than you pay for Netflix. It's probably... I mean that's five Mountain Dews. You can you can skip five drinks or five coffees in a month, and then whoa, 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 whoa. where are you getting Mountain Dew for a buck? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a guy who's got a guy who knows a guy who's seen a guy, and I mean, we basically steal it from his van. <laughs> about it. So so and, and this was a hypothetical question, not taking into consideration the fact that regardless of whether you're on console or on PC. There are yeah. a ton of free options out there for games to oh, yeah. start playing that require zero investment, mm -hmm. right? The Fortnites, the Apexes, the Paladins, the Warframes, the um, split gates of the world. I'm literally looking at my desktop right now. Realm Royale, Paladins, Splitgate, Apex, Fortnite, Warframe, The Cycle are all free are all free 100% right off the bat on PC. And if you look at, and if you look at console, it was the same thing. I bought my Xbox one for destiny one, but I bought it a week before destiny one dropped. What did I do the first time I fired it up, went out to the store. What's out there for free. What did I download Warframe? Yeah. <laughs> Right. So there's a lot of there's a lot of options out there. If if you're in the boat of I don't know what kind of streamer I want to be, but I want to start streaming, start free. Oh, you yeah. You got to You got to start free. And that that goes for everything. Right. I, I always suggest to anyone starting to stream, don't spend a dime for 90 days. Yep. Because 80 percent of you will quit within 90 days mm -hmm. of starting streaming. Tell that right? to my wife. <laughs> We've had this conversation. <laughs> that should be our next podcast right there. It just came up. Boom. Done. Well, actually, someone said, what's the standard stream setup in the chat? And I think I think like looking at okay. getting started, right? Uh, might be a good topic because we haven't really talked about that yet. But anyway, back on topic, back on topic, looking at right single game versus uh, genre gaming versus yep. variety, right? And in variety, there's many different options. Um, how does that tie to actual community building? Okay, let me, let me add one other kind of thing that'll add into this. There's one other thing we didn't touch on. And there's, there's this, okay, so you've got people who stream variety. All these people that we just mentioned, Ladman's included in this. New game drops. There's a ton of hype. Whether you're a single genre, whether you're whatever, you still, a lot of us grew up playing video games before we found the one game or the one genre or we were doing variety or whatever, where, you know, new Death Stranding comes out or you're excited about the new Call of Duty or whatever it is. There is this, <clears throat> there's this false perception, I think, for a lot of newer creators that, hey, new game drops, I go into it, I can really hone up and build my community up because of this new game. I, I get it a day early before 
for when, or I'm going to be right there when it launches. I'm going to be sitting in the directory and I can speak from experience that has never once been the case. Resident Evil 2 dropped, Devil May Cry 5 dropped this year, um, Katana Zero. I mean, I was one of the first playing all those and it did not lead to any major growth or community building or retention or anything like that. So it, it, tying it back to your whole money spending thing, uh, for newer creators, don't get caught up in week one hype of a new game coming out um, unless you have, you know, like dad god game number of viewers and community already built up. You're probably going to be buried uh, more so than even like Fortnite because everyone's going to want to try that new Borderlands. It's a shiny new toy. And so it's like over flooded. Um, if you do want to play that game, you actually have patience. See if you can wait a week. Let some of these mm -hmm. people complete the game and give yourself a chance to then go in and possibly build on that and build the community that you were hoping to find. Um, I just wanted to add that. Now, go ahead with your question. What was it? <laughs> well, there, there's actually, to, to piggyback on that, there's actually a strategy. Um, I think it's, is it Dan's Gaming uses, right? He never goes into a directory day one, right? Yeah. It's always two to three weeks after because there's plenty of people who wanted to either avoid the spoilers, right? But then decided they weren't going to get the game anyway and they want to experience it. Or there are the people who loved the release of it and want to see someone play it for the first time again. Exactly. Yeah. Right? And and they want they want to have that, that like the two or three week nostalgia factor. Right? Mm -hmm. They want to have that as well. Oh, yeah. So I've... there's a strategy to waiting a few weeks on a new release and not being the first into it because even even with my numbers on mixer there's a high likelihood that when cod comes out i'm going to be buried in that directory i don't know that i'm going to stream it the first week because mm -hmm. at the end of the day a lot of the big creators especially right now on mixer are still going to be the top it doesn't matter what directory they go on and they're still way bigger than i am and they're yeah. still going to bury me regardless right the yeah. only one that's an exception for me is that when Shadow Keep comes out, I don't give a rip. I'm playing Shadow Keep. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right. But but when the CODs come out, right? If I were to play Borderlands, I'm gonna be buried in that Borderlands directory because I haven't spent any time building building any sort of Borderlands community, right? Other than the people who are here for maybe other games that happen to love Borderlands as well. Right. And so when it comes down to actually, you know, game selection, which is probably another podcast in and of itself, but at, from a strategy standpoint and a, and a, you know, what type of streamer are you standpoint, deciding when to play a game is just as important as deciding the games you're going to play and whether or not that's going to be a single game of genre or a variety. Yeah. So the, the, I think the, the question that, that kind of came out of this is, Regardless of what type of streamer you are, single game, genre game, or variety, right? What are the different strategies for actually taking those different types and bringing a community together around them? That's more along the lines of what I wanted to mm. cover as part of this. I think... I think genuinely the it's kind of a blanket statement answer. Uh, you know, okay, fine. I found the genre or found the game or found variety and I'm happy with what I'm doing. Ultimately, you've started out and you're happy. I love the game I'm playing. I'm happy. I love the games I'm playing. I'm happy. 
you're happy. And now you're at the point where you're like, all right, now I want to build the community around this thing that I love and the things that I'm doing. In order to do that, it's it's a multifaceted kind of strategy thing when we already talked some about some of it. Um, When do you go into that directory? If you can be found or not? How much time in an old podcast that we spoke, how much time are you getting to make friends within people within that space as well that you can uh, learn from? You know, what are they successful in? Why are they successful streaming Destiny? Maybe it'll point back to your stream and go, wow, you know, I thought this whole not using a camera thing would be fine for me. But then I see that every of the top 10, top 20 all have cameras in the Destiny thing. Maybe I need to invest in one. So as you start going, you got to realize what are other people doing that is successful for them. It's always good to learn and have someone lead for an example on how they're going about it. Don't be scared to ask content creators who are willing to answer questions like this. But um, the thing that I would say is you have to, uh, if you build it, they will come. Uh, So if you build a good stream, they will come and they will keep coming back. So if you're consistent on your stream schedule, you're consistent on what you play, you're consistent on your entertainment value, and you're willing to keep improving on that, then you will be able to build a community because we've talked about this before. My my journey starting out as Outlaw 11 to Dr. Respect to Professor Rad to being dressed up as a character to not being dressed up as a character to playing variety, whatever. Through all of that, the core thing that stayed is how I treat people, my willingness to keep improving my stream, my willingness to drop getting a win in game to engage with people every night. Um, Those things are always been key pillars to why I do what I do. So I would encourage you if you're newer and you're starting out and you're like, how do I get this retention? How do I get the community building? Get everybody involved with each other, you know, really get to know people. You need to ask them more than just how was your day. You need to say, you know, are you playing this game too? What level are you in this game? You know, how good are you? Um, Do you want to join our Discord? We have a channel dedicated to people playing together. Did you know that on, you know, Sub Tuesday, when maybe you become a partner one day or whatever, you can say, hey, do you want to play with us? You know, Sub Sundays. Um, You have to build a mechanism, a, a something that can keep people coming back and find entertainment in it over and over again. Because if you become stagnant, that's when I see people lose their communities lose the repertoire and everything that they're doing is, well, why are these people gone? I'm still doing what I was doing. Well, you got to make it just a little bit better almost every single time you do it. And that doesn't mean, you know, from yesterday, all of a sudden I have a new camera today. It's, you know, you want to just keep adding on to what you're chasing. Um, Dress for the job that you want. So stream like there's 10,000 people watching you because you want to be a 10,000 viewer streamer if that's your goal. If you want to be a 1,000 viewer streamer, then you need to dress the part for that. So that's how you keep building onto that. Have the mindset of that kind of person, and you should be able to become that person through time. Also, patience. And, yeah, a lot and of time, patience. Yeah. I mean, and luck, right? I mean, it, it comes yeah. down to... Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a whole other thing, but yeah. This too. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, so right. like to, to your point, uh, Rad, it's 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 I guess you could say it's all. It's it's what you put into it to what you're gonna get out of it. If you're going to, yeah. okay, so I stream a lot of Destiny, right? I do a lot of things in my stream that are Destiny related, and talk a lot of crap about. Like a big part of my thing is literally yelling at the devs for the game sometimes. Like, can you fix your game, please? It's garbage. Dang it, you know? 
dang it <laughs> or or you know you play it about it you 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 become one with the game you're playing with how you're playing the game you put on a show you do if you're that guy if you're not i'm not saying you got to be an entertaining top notch top tier entertainer if you're not entertaining you're not going to be seen kind of guy a million people watch streams for a million different reasons you'll never tap all of them you'll never find all of them there's a, something for everybody everywhere right so you can be the most entertaining guy and they tune in because you're the most or i should say streamer because you're the most entertaining streaminger or they're going to tune in because you're the, the, the top notch, the best PVP guy or something, whatever game you're playing or, or whatever it is, maybe you play and the way that you are delivering said information about what you're doing is what people tune in for. Cause they want to know the information aspect. Maybe you're that guy who speed runs nightfalls and destiny. And you know, every way to squeeze in a second out of that by doing this differently, doing that differently, or maybe you run the same thing hundred times and you have a hundred different builds you want to run. You want to be that guy. It's, it's all about what you want to put into it that you can make that community around that game engage with you more because, oh man, this guy's super informational. Oh man, this guy plays really good. Oh man, this guy's just hilarious to watch playing the game because he's an idiot. Like any, it could be any of those things, you know, it's, it's, it's all what you want to do, what you think you can do to be creative around whatever you're playing, whether, like I said, that's wrapping it into what you want to do, like entertainment wise or information wise or whatever it may be. Um, there, there's 101 different avenues of approach you can take on that to make it so that you can, embed yourself into a community or genre around the, a community around a certain genre of game, because maybe you play it a certain way different than somebody else. Um, and it kind of goes off into a different topic that we'll probably talk about in different podcasts. But if there's one, one quote I could take away from anybody that I always try to apply to streaming hundred percent, doesn't matter if it's game related or streaming related or whatever it is. And it is, don't worry about being the next ninja or the next, you know, Italian or pro bro or whoever it is, be the next you, be you, you be unique, you be different, be you, don't, you know what I mean? It's, it's all about you, <laughs> honestly. No, for sure. I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. <clears throat> I don't know how many times people come in and say, I'm either a knockoff Tim the Tap Man or I'm a Tim the Tap Man wannabe or <laughs> when they move the mixer, right? <laughs> I get that. I get that a lot. And I take that as a compliment because that means that people recognize that that a one he's one of my influences but b that i've worked really hard to bring my stream to that level as best as i can mm -hmm. right yeah. the other side of that is that i always love when someone comes in to show them what's different about me from what tim does tim don't sing <laughs> so i like to, to usually whip, i usually like to whip out the guitar and say does tim do this he right? used to did you know that i did not know that he so used to when you uh, when you used to sub to him when he was smaller, he would sing a song. He would make up for you and play guitar. <laughs> really? Yeah. I didn't know that. There you go. No, interesting. So what happened? Why doesn't he sing anymore? Come on. There's I've like heard him sing. I mean, was it, was it? He, he watched this guy dead guy game once. He's like, nah, dude, this guy's got it way better than I do. Way better chops. I'm out. <laughs> but, but the point is, is, is that you find something unique, right? You don't want to be a direct knockoff of someone else. Yeah. Right. Be the be the best you that you can be, and you take inspiration from other people. Sure, right. Mm -hmm. Um, to kind of get back to the the building a community around the type of the type of streamer that you are, based on genre. I actually a little bit deeper than that. There's a couple of different strategies you can employ depending on the type of gamer that you are. Right. If you're a a single game gamer you better be pretty darn good at that game, 
right? In my opinion, there's not many people who play a single game that aren't really, really good at that game um, right. and, and are successful at the same time, right? So there's a, there's a certain level of, there's a certain level of being good at the game, but it's the times when you're in between games, right? Or there's something else going on in the game that you're not active in that actually takes you to the next level when it comes to that game. And that's what's going to draw your community in is that just because you're really good at a game doesn't necessarily mean you're going to find success. Those people that are able to be really good at a game and be entertaining in one way or another that have built the mechanisms to be really entertaining around that game are the ones that are going to succeed above and beyond those that are just really good at the game. Right? So if you're yeah. going to, if you're going to pick a single game, don't just pick a single game and just be really good at that game. Find a way to be entertaining around that game while you're really good at it. That is what's going to take you to the next level. When we start talking about genre gaming, right? Generally speaking, if you're picking three or four games within a genre, right? But you've built your community off of maybe a single game within that genre. One of the strategies, and this kind of goes for a variety too, right? But one of the strategies that, that ProBro always talks about that I 100% agree with is that you start with that game that you've built your core audience off of and then end your stream with whatever other game you want to build an audience in, right? So if, if I'm a Destiny-only guy, I'm going to start every single stream with Destiny and then I am going to pick a game within that genre if I want to be a genre streamer, right? I'm going to pick a game within that genre that I'm going to end the stream on, right? To introduce my community to that game that I also want to play so that it's not this, oh, you just stopped playing Destiny, now you're playing Warframe? Wait, what? Right? That, that, that's jarring. So building a community, right, around a, potentially a specific genre affords you an opportunity to maybe set your set your stone, if you will, in one game, build up the community in that particular game, and then branch out to the other games within that genre so that you could continue to build your community, but you don't lose the people that you might have built up before that. When you start looking at variety, the biggest challenge, and I'll tell you from my experience, the biggest challenge I face is that my growth is going to be slower than anyone else. Oh, yeah. Period growth will absolutely be slower than someone who is a genre streamer or someone who is a one game streamer because i'm not i'm not building that fast i am i'm moving i'm moving from directory to directory to directory and i'm picking up a few maybe even just one maybe even none you know zero regulars each time i move directories but at the end of the day when you start when you start reaching when you start reaching a certain level, that variety and that base of people is there for you as a streamer, not there for the game that you play. And that's the security you get in building slowly but surely, right? Right. I will tell you that I actually kind of morphed from a genre streamer to a variety streamer. I'm a looter shooter guy. I love looter shooters. Anthem, Destiny, Warframe. Those are, those are like, 
those are those are games that I love. I love the I love the that type of game. But I also realize that I love other games like Fortnite and Apex and Realm. I love games like Paladins and Overwatch. I love games like COD. There are other types of games that I've tried that I never thought I'd try. Wow. <clears throat> I've never played an MMO before, right? So at but the end of the day, when you decide what type of streamer you want to be, there's some strategies within each one of those types that you can use to build a community around you, around your brand, and around your community. Because at the end of the day, you're building community on community. That's how people grow, right? You're going to yeah. find that you're going to, when you first start, generally speaking, most people average what? Two to three viewers go, right? If you look at the, if you look at the swath of people casting, you're averaging two to three. You've got a core community. You've got two or three people that are your regulars, right? It's forming, it's taking that community and giving the other people who happen across you a reason to stay. No matter what game you're playing or what type of streamer you are. Any other thoughts or anything on community building and genre versus single game versus variety? I think we pretty much covered a lot of it, to be honest. I mean, even even in some other little sidebar conversation that we <laughs> in there, but still all kind of was intertwined. I, would... I like it. I would I would just wrap on, you know, looping it back to, and I'm sure I'll mention it on other podcasts and I've mentioned before, your journey is different than everybody else's and don't be scared to go out of your comfort zone. If you spend the first three months with the game that you love and you feel like, man, I'm beating my head against the wall, but I keep improving my content, I feel like I've invested more into my stream setup, et cetera, et cetera but you don't think that the return on what you're putting in for time, hours, uh, improving everything isn't coming out on the other end the way you want to see it, or it's going down, don't be afraid to change things uh, and see if that makes you happier in the content you're making. Maybe you make better content. And the thing that I've done, and we, we didn't talk about it earlier because I let you guys do your own thing, is don't be afraid to have your main game be Fortnite. Okay. Yeah, you're going to be buried in it. But maybe if you stream six days out of the week, you spend three of those days, and we kind of touched on this, you spend three days in Fortnite, but you really go build your community somewhere else, somewhere you can be found and find people that are fans of you and your community and are fine watching anything you play. Because that's the ultimate key to success is if people love what you're doing no matter what, and they'll come watch you no matter what the heck you're doing, whether it's a web show, podcast, or you're going to be playing Fortnite, or you're going to play Remnant from the Ashes, or you know whatever it is. That's, in my opinion, the most successful thing. Um, and I'm sure that if we could ever talk to Ninja on this podcast, whenever he has decided to play his favorite game of all time, same favorite game I have, Final Fantasy XI Online, back when he was, excuse me, on Twitch, his you know 20,000, 30,000, 60,000, whatever viewer base would go literally down to one to 3,000. But those are the people he knows are his 100% true, wanna, will watch anything he does, love him to death community. And those are the people that you really want to value the most because they love you and they love anything you do because you make their day better. So those are the people 
you want to find. In the beginning, I see a lot of content creators struggle to get rid of people that are bad for them and bad for their community, maybe because they decided to donate. And you have this person who gave you a hundred bucks and now they feel like they hold it over your head. That's not a community member, that's a ransom. Um, don't be afraid to give up some people that don't fit with the rules and the mindset of what you have, because in the long run, you'd rather be happy. I had to talk to my wife about that the other day. There was a person making her extremely uncomfortable. Um, and I was like, you, you gotta warn them and say, please stop this. Or, you know, you, you're going to get banned because the thing is, if you're uncomfortable, those people that are coming in, they would have been you know, lifelongers or would have watched you for the next six months or would have watched you for the next 12 minutes. If they see you're uncomfortable, then they become uncomfortable and they leave. And you want to build a community where everyone is having a good time. So that's the last thing I would mention on that as far as community building. For sure. No, I think it's very important to have a stand. I, I, I'll give you a, a case in point example of something like that, right? I had someone come in and um, I think I had just done a sing dad sing, right? And in order for you to get me to do sing dad sing, you have to earn allowance, which means you have to spend a certain amount of time here, right? And that person literally donated to me and said, do sing dad sing right now. And I said, that's not how this works. That's what I said verbatim. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, if you decide that if you decide that you're not going to do something just because someone spent money here, or if you set that precedent, you give value to everyone regardless, not just money talks. Now, I mean, obviously, as someone who does this for a living, it's important, right? So I have to make decisions about, you know, what, what I'm going to allow money to do in my channel versus what I'm going to not allow money to do in my channel. Right. And I think that's important when you're, that's important when you're, um, when you are building your community that you set those guidelines and rules. And it goes back to what Brad said at the beginning, setting expectations is one of the most important things you can do as a broadcaster. So when you start to build your community, make sure that you have a clear set of expectations for what your community can and can't do and what you're going to allow in your channel and what you're not going to allow in your channel. Yep. I 100% agree with that. Don't change. So I guess that goes along the lines of and that's actually a really good topic for another podcast as well. Um, is don't do something you normally wouldn't do just to gain a view or a follower or a sub. Never do that. Never change who you are. That's you breaking, you being genuine right out of the back and you'll probably lose more followers and subs or if you have subs or anything over that than you would anything else if you change it for one person. Say you're having an awful night, example, say you're having a bad night. I've had these before. Back when I used to stream on Twitch and I was like, you know, five or four viewers, uh, I would have people come in and ask to do things or be stupid and be like, no, I'm not doing that. I don't care. And I would have people come in afterwards and say, hey, you know, I know you're, you're you know, because you and it was it was view count related, right? It's like you know I know you're at a like a lower view count, but the fact that you stood your ground and you didn't do what said guys wanted you to do because it would have gained you a view or a tip or or a, or a, or whatever, it, they applaud you for that. Trust me, it doesn't go unseen when communities do things like that. Just stick to your guns always. Don't ever change who you are to gain something. It, it never. It's not going to work out for you. Hunted. 
For sure. So, guys, I don't think we had any questions on the Twitter. Nope. Um, Where you at, Twitter? If there are any questions in any of your chats that maybe revolve around um, revolve around community building, um, I guess let's let's give folks a chance to ask. Um, now if you guys have any questions in the chat around building a community that you would like answered, um, now is your opportunity to go ahead and ask those. Just I'm waiting sure. for the, for the Scanning question. a couple, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Surprised so nobody had that Twitter, but he was sleeping on lines. If there's too many, I'll write them down. <laughs> I mean, that's not the question we were looking for. Rickets. So, um, so Dirty Matty asked, uh, talk about a standard setup. We're actually going to cover that in a different podcast. Yeah. 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 Um, I think there's a, there's some standard setup, like getting started questions that I think would be good as yeah. its own podcast. Like I'm just getting started. What do I need type of thing? There's, there'll be a little bit of technical there. There'll be a little bit of that stuff. We'll, um, I think we'll, I actually wrote that down as a topic of, yeah. of conversation for that. All right. I got one. I don't know if it's a good question. I haven't even scanned it. Let's go. It says, my question is, will we have an affiliate program on Mixer? No. People say it's going to happen. Some people say it's happening. And some people say it's fake. Um, that's not a question in relation to this. And I don't know why you asked that, Frost. So now you're the naughty kid in the chat. Uh, it's on the internet. There's some sort of affiliate program. We don't know any details. When it comes out, we'll let you know. Yep, pretty much. Okay. Um, so uh, there was actually a question um, do you think there's a better way to run a community, like the difference between, say, a Dr. Disrespect and uh, Professor Broman, one better than the other? Ooh. Um, oh, that's I mean, it's an interesting oh. it's an interesting question. Oh, I like um, that question. I, I actually question. I'm not familiar with Dr. Disrespect's community, so <laughs> I'm not I'm not at liberty. I'm not really at liberty to say here's this community here's this chat room okay ready yeah 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 yes yes two-time champion three-time back-to-back this that and then a bunch of trophies and a whole bunch of other crap in the chat like it's awesome it's great like i'll say this about his community like his community is no different than if you go watch his community and then go watch someone else's PUBG community with high view counts. There's trolls. You have to turn on slow mode. But people are there extremely excited and pumped up and are in love with the character that Guy puts on and are sold on the idea of what it is that he does. And the thing is, he's trying to instill confidence in people. Like, he is cocky. And so he wants to build this community that thinks they're the best community out there. And that's an awesome idea. Like, well, wouldn't you want your community to feel like they're the most important community on planet Earth? I'm sure all of us want that for our communities to feel like you guys are the best. Um, but comparing, like, the, the real question is, what do you think about making a community that's, you know, like 18 plus, maybe a little toxic in terms of they, they cuss and say trolly ass things versus... You've got a nice bro man, dad got game community. Everyone's, you know, gentle lambs and kind to each other and, you know, genuinely don't cuss and don't want to be bullies to each other. Um, goes right back to expectations. 
you do not ever want to build a community that picks on each other for real or will push people out because here's the thing when the person first comes in for those 10 to 15 seconds if the first thing that happens in there is negativity they're probably going to get pushed out or they're going to pop off on it and say some not so fun stuff in chat and so all you're doing is creating a cesspool you can absolutely have a community like mine that's 18 plus and talks about all sorts of random dumb stuff but at the end of the day we all respect each other we're kind to each other and we're not ever trying to alienate anyone who comes into the chat unless they ask a stupid question if you're like you know why are you a bot why are you trash at this game call me a homophobic slur your comment automatically gets deleted you get banned and i tell you you're an idiot good luck making friends out there and enjoy being banned from the next stream you show up to um that's completely within the realm of reason um is one better or the other for growth in my honest opinion yeah i think if you are the kind of person where it it is your personality and you don't feel like you're putting on a front because i tried doing teen rated streams where i don't curse and i'm just nice to everyone uh when i did the original doctor respect idea and my idea was to be nice all the time i couldn't do it I, it's not me and i could tell that i wasn't making the best content i could i wasn't happy i felt like it was in a rut all the time i felt like there was a gun to my head to be something i wasn't so I don't recommend doing that. Um, but I do think if you are like dad or, you know, another person who's genuinely just exuding this kindness and you're able to do that, your level of growth is going to be, excuse me, much greater than someone like myself. And the proof in the pudding is um, Psycho Plays, he and I were basically like at the same level for views and whatever, and then got partnered right around the same time him and his community much nicer like he is a very outspoken very kind guy would never rip on anyone in chat the way i do if you say something stupid so but he, again he, everyone's journey is different but would would i think that that could lead to bigger growth yes but at the same time you look at if soda popping if it's not genuine yeah. it's not it's not yeah. gonna work and and right. i th i think you're i think you're spot on there's there are there are folks who are going to be drawn to one or the other right mm -hmm. like i don't i generally don't watch dr disrespect because i don't it doesn't it doesn't resonate with me it's not it's not my cup of tea right but that doesn't mm -hmm. necessarily mean it's not thousands of other people's cup of tea right and if again you're being genuine to yourself and there's 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 trolling trolls right and there, there's a few different ways to deal with trolls and that's a whole nother conversation right but generally speaking, like giving back what they dish out, right? Or just be saying you have an opportunity to clean up or you'll be removed from my chat, right? There's there's a couple different ways to deal with this, but I think at the end of the day, there's room for both. And I don't think one is necessary. I don't think one's necessarily better than the other from a pure growth standpoint. When we start talking about the business side of things and the brand side of things, then maybe we could have a conversation about whether one is better than the other, right? But I, I don't think from a necessarily from a growth standpoint, there is there is one over the other. It just may be that it's the type of 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 person that comes into your channel and they either decide this is something I dig or it's not something I don't, right? I I think. Broman said it again, I, and we've been referencing Broman a lot because he is well-respected in the industry, but Broman said it a lot. He tried to do family-friendly. He decided that he could not not swear, 
<laughs> that was like, if he wanted to drop F-bombs, he was going to drop F-bombs, right? And that, and that's, that, when he made that decision, he noticed that that was the most genuine to him and his community. And so that, at the end of the day, is a decision that you have to make. Right. It's, it's had man any thoughts about that? Yeah, like, so, um, when, and I still do it a lot, too, is this, I, I, I actually... So I go on teen rated, but we all know it doesn't mean you have to be, you know, Disney yeah. or anything like that. It's teen exactly. rated. You, you can, can drop some swearing and things like that. There's obviously there's a whole TOS out there for Mixer that says what you can and can't do and what makes teen rated different yep. from 18 plus, etc. I never right. feel I break those boundaries. I might drive an F-bomb every once in a while, maybe more than I need to, but that's okay. That's not, well, it's not okay, but it's okay to be within the realm of teen rated and still do something like that. If you're not breaking the TOS, it's actually yeah. okay. Exactly. So you can be in there and swear. <laughs> And, and cuss and be, you know, maybe a little bit of an a-hole if you feel like you need to be an a-hole because you're mad at the game. And that's like the thing you do is you get mad at the game on purpose and you throw fit and you do some weird crap and OBS and stuff flies over, whatever it is. You know what I mean? If that's you, that's right. you. That's me. I try to bring, like, all the craziness. I'm high energy. I'm nuts. I'm an effing Marine. What do you want? You know? <laughs> it's, it's, right. I'm just built with crazy. So that's what I bring to the stream is crazy. So I have a lot of over-the-top exuberance if you will when i do stupid things in game or i may might try to make something seem more uh more over the top than it actually is like i'll jump over a box and put a shotgun in the guy's mouth and i'll make a huge deal out of it like pro game player you know not because anybody can jump over a box put a shotgun in somebody's mouth in pvp you know right but that's just what i do so i tried doing the whole like and, and it, honestly it's actually kind of funny to bring that up because when i first started playing with dad um and because because he's it went for me, hey, you know, we keep it G rated. I would you know slip a couple f bombs and forget, and I would feel so horrible. Like, oh man, his community hates me because I drop f bombs every once in a while. Or and then I actually started to you actually started to rub off on me, and I was like, you know what, I really should probably try to become a better broadcaster in terms of if I wanted to make partner one day, and if I wanted to make that to be more of an avenue of becoming more than just streaming, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, who in the right mind is going to look at me in the future for sponsorships if every other word out of my mouth is an F-bomb or if I'm constantly just an, a giant a-hole for no reason. Never been an a-hole towards people in the chat or anything, but an a-hole towards like just belligerent. Let's put it that way. I've actually toned back a lot. And back in them Twitch days, I was, I wouldn't say I was awful, but I definitely didn't have that mindset, right? That the whole, that whole big experience was just a giant learning experience for me and, and things like that. So it really is, how you want to be. You can be all those things if you want to be. I'm not saying don't be. If that's what you think you need to be and that's how you are and that's how you want to be perceived because that's you, hell man, throw in the 18 plus. Have at it. That's why it's there. You do you. Be you. Don't change. Never change who you are because you think of something else. But if you want to become a better person, that's different, right? So uh, definitely, definitely don't ever be something you don't want to be. And I, th I think I've said that several times tonight, 100%, is never be something 100%. you don't want to be. Be you, be genuine to you. I mean, I, that's, that's all I can really say to it because it's, it's, it's pretty much just nail on the head. Don't, don't do something you don't want to do. Like you said, you took Broman for experience. He tried to do teen rated, but he couldn't because it's just, it's just not, not that it's not in him to be that way. Just he is a, he just couldn't be the broadcaster he is used to being or he wanted to be. If, it, if right. you're going to make a change that is so over the top that it changes who you are and how you are, I did that for two weeks. I did that for two weeks and I almost lost my mind because I toned myself down so much with like, okay, we're not going to do swearing. We're not going to do any of the 
ignorant stuff I used to do before, blah, blah, blah. It completely changed the tone of the stream. And I lost a lot of followers and community members when I did that. That was back on Twitch days, not here in Mixer. Right. Like, because I actually did so much. I changed the whole, the whole persona, not persona, but the whole of what I am. Just changed so much. People are like, I don't know what the hell he's doing anymore. I'm just out of here. Let's find someone else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, uh, for sure. And I, I think, I mean, that's, that's something that, that's something, and again, and that's not a shot at Rad because I know Rad's gone through like the multitude of <laughs> of I of Professor but his Rad, but went through it. His right. community went through it with him as he grew, yeah. right? And I, I mean, there's there's a fine line between growing and changing as the community changes and as the community maybe grows up and you play different games, right? I mean, the I think mm -hmm. that the game that the game type you play or the games that <clears> you play are going to very much dictate the kind of audience that you um the the audience that you build right I, a pub g is is a little bit more gritty right than than the the fortnite of the world right in my opinion yeah. i think that that audience is probably more mature right than the fortnite audience um yeah, and, and i think like the depending on the games that you play are going to also dictate the, the kind of community that you build and and how much leeway you have to grow and evolve as a streamer, but everyone has a core set of morals, a core, um, everyone has a core set of values that they hold, regardless of what type of content they're making. When people start to see you change those core values, that's when it starts to get where people are gonna be like, I'm out, this isn't the same guy, right? And that's, that's, what, you have to, that's what you have to focus on making sure that you don't lose. Um, I did have a couple of other questions. Did you guys have any other questions in your chat? Uh, there was a no. good one I had, but I feel like it might be just one of those another topic for another time things because it's it's along the same aspect of what we talked about tonight, but it does cover a lot of other things. Um, well, was it? It was what 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 do you do when you're you know you're new to streaming and you're 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 first starting out, but you're not gaining any views, kind of thing. And I feel that might be around community, but that's also towards like the first two episodes of the podcast that we did where we talked a lot yeah. about how to get going, right. what to do, things like that. I mean, we can we can touch it briefly, like a good like get your, your quick the, thoughts on it, each of us. And then here, my easiest thing is and I will grab it for you guys here. Um, I have a YouTube channel. I'm not trying to plug the YouTube channel, but the sixth video down is called the top five tips of starting a streaming yeah. in um, on Mixer in 2019. I'm sure you guys have something similar. Literally go watch the 15 to 20 minute video that I have made right there. If you are doing all of those things and then are having this issue, that's when you need to come talk to one of us in a one-on-one -on -one session. But if you're ignoring even one of those five things I mentioned in that video, you're not doing all the right things or enough things. So then yeah. those five things are the simplest stuff. Uh, I personally believe you need a, a camera. I think you need a really good schedule that you stick with. You need to take care of your time management and social media and discord to actually, you know, build a community off there. Um, your microphone is your most important thing. So don't be afraid to invest in that as long as it sounds good. It doesn't have to be expensive. And then I, I even freaking forget what the fifth one is, but there's, there's things in there that if you're ignoring any of those, that's when you're goofing up. So, um, 100%. And, and reach out to us after that, you know, he's got, he's, he's got the YouTube video. I've got 150 episodes of a podcast 
out there that like we've all got reason there are resources out there that cover the kind of the basics of getting started and i and I, again our pod this podcast covered it i think in the first episode right yeah of, of yep. what you need to do to get started in streaming yeah literally uh, covered so everything that we've done to get to where we are currently so we definitely 100 percent. yep yep uh, like 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 rad said like like dad said it's it's there's certain things gonna do. it's not just it's not just I want to, I want to stream. I'm going to hit the live button and boom. And how come viewers aren't showing up? Right. It's, it's, there's a lot more in it. We'll call it the back end of things because the fun part of streaming is doing the streaming, right? It's the getting it to grow part that you do behind the scenes as well as what you do in front of the camera. That is probably even double more as important than what you're doing on camera or on, um, on microphone only, or if you don't have a camera, et cetera, it's, it's a lot of Okay, yep, I'm going to stream video games. Cool. What do you want to stream? What do you like to play? COD, sweet, awesome. I hit the go live button. It's been two months. I'm not gaining anything. Cool. Are you just hitting the go live and, and streaming? Or what are you doing on networking, on social media? What are you doing in communities, other people's channels around? And I'm not saying go to the people's channels and say, yo, man, I'm a streamer. You want to coach stream? Nothing like that. Obviously, that is a different, that is a, in right. the etiquette and things like that. I'm saying hang out in people's channels. Become... Yep. buds with people and other people's channels. I'm saying just the streamer himself become an, exactly <laughs> an invested part of the community. I play a lot of destiny. Cool. You know what I do during the daytime when I'm working, I'm in lurk mode and I'm barusing directories, man. Chances are everybody that's in that directory, all the way down to a zero viewer count. I've seen you for at least five minutes. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Um, so there was a question, uh, Maddie asked, what are your thoughts on Tifu and his community? I'm not familiar with Tifu's community, so I'm not going to weigh in on that. Are you guys familiar with Tifu's community at all? I know of um, him. I can't say I've given it actually any time to like watch a broadcast or anything, but well, I don't I hear exactly bad things about, about him. That's what you're asking. I mean, I mean, I would say this about any community. Um, if you look at a community and go, huh, that's weird. I, I don't know why that person's doing that. Let them do them. That's their content. If they're ever going to get in trouble for it, they will get in trouble for it they're clearly successful gathering those kinds of like-minded people and they click and that's the whole point this is about bringing people together that are like-minded that you guys are vibrating on the same frequency i mean hopefully making each days better by hanging out with each other if tifu is giving people a better day with the kind of community is built and how they interact with each other that's fine. None of us need to judge that. Let him do his thing. And I encourage you guys all to do the same thing. And that goes for any content creator that you have that question about them and their communities. Yep. Awesome. Uh, so last question of the night um, was from Theory Gaming. Um, he said, would you recommend asking for a follow or let it happen naturally? And is promoting participation um, too off-putting or helpful? Don't promote yourself ever at all. You don't need follows. You need viewers. So don't ask for follows. I mean, it's the the dumbest concept on the planet. Mm -hmm. You can go build 2,000 followers probably within a week if you really want to using bullcrap no, 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 online. No, no, no. This this was not this was not within someone oh. else's community. This was while you were streaming. So I should have provided context. Yeah. yeah okay. So would you recommend when you're streaming, right? If someone comes in. Would yes. you recommend asking them to follow or oh, so, let it happen naturally? Right. So you can, uh, it'll, gotcha. it'll definitely probably yeah. naturally happen, right? Yeah. It all depends mm -hmm. on that viewer. If there is no shame. There's no shame in, okay, every maybe once an hour, put out a plug. It's your channel. 
Yeah. Plug away, exactly. man. It's your channel. Don't be spammy every five minutes. Yo, don't forget the follow button. Do this. Here's all my socials every 10 seconds. Obviously, that's way overboard. But yeah, man, like once an hour, definitely plug yourself if you want. Say, hey, you know, just to remind you guys, we do this on this kind of schedule. If you don't have to follow me on Twitter, go ahead and follow me on Twitter. I got the YouTube, the Instagram where you can find this kind of content, blah, blah. It's what we call a selfless plug, right? Every once an hour, maybe every once two hours. I do it like maybe, maybe once a broadcast. It's usually at the end before I'm wrapping up. I know dad does the same thing. I know a lot of people that do that at the yeah. end of a broadcast. They say, hey, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Don't forget to follow me on here, 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 here. You can find me here. I'll be live same time tomorrow. Boom. See you later. Let's go do this. You know, like there's no shame in doing that. Yes, of course, do it. But don't like, I guess don't overdo it. Maybe is the better word to do it. Like don't, don't abuse the, the quality yeah, like of, a, of a, you know, the selfless <laughs> plug and be like, right. hey guys, don't forget to follow me. Like, like if, if if someone comes in and raids the crap out of your channel, that's different. You're giving your five, you're sure. giving your 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 15 second elevator speech. By all means, give the elevator speech. You never know if you're going to keep those guys or they're going to go away in 10 seconds anyway. So that is a plug opportunity. You take that for sure. You know? For yep. sure. There's there's definitely there's there's time and place with with everything else that we've talked about. Right. There's a time and place for everything. There's like I will tell you right now that the moment channel one comes into my channel. I'm introducing myself. Hey, yep. I'm dad. Welcome to the dad cave. Appreciate you guys being here. You know, you're going to be here for the next 15 minutes. We're playing this game. We'd love for you to hang out. And if you're enjoying the content, make sure you follow. Right. Right. I would never, ever, ever ask a specific person in your chat if they will follow you. Right. right? If someone yeah. brand new comes in and it's their first time talking to you, asking them to follow you would be awkward unless for some reason they like bring it up in the context of like, Hey, if you hit that shot or you win this game, I'll follow you. Right. At which point I usually have a snarky comeback. Like you'll follow me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it's one of those things. Like if, if you make it joking, like in the context of a conversation that, you know, is happening specifically around that context, then yeah, you know, maybe address it in that manner. But if someone comes in and it's their first time in the channel and they're checking you off for the first time and it's the first time they ever talked, right? Don't ever, ever say, hey, yo, Chica, you want to hit me with that follow? That would be super dope. No, don't do that. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Like, don't, that, that, I get reported for that. Bad thing, right? But <laughs> generally, like, just plugging you, right? Um, just just plugging your channel every once in a while. I would say once an hour is probably appropriate, right? If if you want to be really really focused on that, I usually like again. I it's all for me at this point. It's all opportunity based. If channel one comes in, I'm plugging right. If uh, I'm on feature, I'm probably plugging multiple times throughout that feature because it's a unique opportunity where I have potentially thousands of people coming through right the channel. So if I'm not plugging every 15 minutes during a feature because there's a lot of cycle going on of people that are coming through the channel, right? Then I'm potentially missing that opportunity. But generally speaking, right? End of the stream, perfect opportunity to say, thanks for hanging out, just like Ladman said, right? Thanks for hanging out. Appreciate you guys being here. If you guys enjoyed the content, make sure you drop that follow. I'm out on Twitter, this, that, and the other thing. This is what I do on those places, right? And why you might want to follow them. Again, thank you. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Boom, done, right? Um, but addressing a specific person asking for that follow, I don't think is necessarily the best uh, best way. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as like the is promoting participation too off-putting or helpful, depends on the participation, right, that you're asking for. If you're, again, asking for follows, I think is too direct. There's no reason to do so um, with a with a person, right, with a specific person, it, it's too direct. But you should always be promoting participation, generally speaking, asking questions. Hey, what did you guys have to eat for lunch today? Or what did you think about the last episode of My Hero, right? I started Ooh. watching. I started did watching you? it, and I did. I got. I got through the first six episodes of my hero. You like Academia. it? I'm enjoying like it. it. I'm. It gets even better. Oh, I'm, I'm, so I'm enjoying it. But it gets but, really good. But promoting participation by asking questions, I think, is a is literally what you do as a streamer. <laughs> it's you should be promoting participation. I'll tell you right now that when I'm running dry on things to talk about. I whip out one of these. It's called loaded questions. And it's got four questions on it that provoke thought. Right? It makes people think about what I'm asking. And then it draws people into a conversation that then might lead to another conversation. Right? So a little tip of the tip of the trade here, right? Trick of the trade. If you're running dry on something, if you're running dry on something to talk about, Grab something completely random, right? Random article on Twitter, maybe, or a, a random question that is just out of left field, right? To promote participation. I think promoting participation is your duty as a streamer. So figure out how that works for you and how you can draw people in to have a conversation with you because at the end of the day, that's what community is all about. Agreed. Yes. Hunted. Oh, yes. Awesome. Well, guys, I think, yeah, that that's going to wrap it for episode number five of Flash Forge Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate each and every single one of you. I am Dad Got Game, joined by Professor Rad. Bye, Mom. And legendary Ladman. Deuces. We'll see you next time. 